Is there anyone listening right now that is married to their ex-wife's sister? Is the exact question I asked on the radio this week back in 2009. Did we get calls? We did. You'll hear them today on the show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Welcome to Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Goodness gracious. So glad you're here. Uh, I'm Steve Kramer. It's a podcast I did with my mom. We live, we laugh, we love our moms. That's what the show's all about. And you're here. And that is so special to us. So thank you again. I don't know if we say it enough, but thank you so much for listening. Really appreciate that. Let me introduce you to my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Well, you're making a bold decision with Jermaggie. We should actually probably get her back on. You know, my sister's getting married and it's really hard time to plan a wedding because nobody knows what's going to happen with any of this right now. Well, with that said, uh, what makes it even more nerve wracking is that you kind of got you can't just say we'll see when we're going to get married. You kind of got to put a date down. But who in the world knows how things are going to be. I mean, it could get worse coming up in the holidays. They're being around each other and closed inside. We can't, we can't go outside. Like, how are things going to be, right? Right. Well, so you guys have made a bold move today. And what's that? <laughs> we are sending our save the date cards to about 160 people. 160. Well, 300 people. Um, 300 plus people, actually with a save the date notice for March 13, 2021. Wow. But there is a little card inserted asking them to please send their email address to Maggie in case things change due to COVID. Yeah, I I think we asked this question earlier in the week, but I'll ask it again. Like, how, what's your wedding situation been like during this whole pandemic thing? Because how, like, if you've been invited to a wedding, what have the rules been? If you have been engaged or getting married, like, what are your how? What has your situation been like? Because I don't know how you're supposed to to wedding right now. You know, like I don't. Well, one of the most touching stories that I've seen was a couple that got married with just their family and they had a big reception planned and they couldn't cancel the caterer. So they took all of the food for the wedding to a homeless organization, I guess a shelter, and they served the food to the families there in their wedding gown and tux. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's a cool thing to do. That's really cool. Love that. And they were so happy. I mean, they were all so happy. Yeah, I'm sure they had to have been. That's really cool. That's a cool story. But anyway, if you've got a story with it, you know, 888-Kramer8 and like how, what are you doing with your 2020 weddings? Like what in the world are you supposed to be even, even doing right now? You know, like weddings are stressful enough. I can't imagine COVID weddings and how you're coping with that. Um, That's uh, good luck. You know, fingers crossed that we're, Mm -hmm. the earth's still even intact come, (laughs) come March of next year. I I know. I'll tentatively be there as of now, I guess, unless I, you know, the universe does us otherwise, you know, I don't I have no idea. I have no well, idea. Our plan B right now, I think it's a little bit shaky, but would be to um, have the wedding ceremony with just our immediate family, which with John's family is fairly large. Sure. Um, well, not his immediate family, but anyway, to just do that and then 
to have a reception at a later date because I don't think we can get our money back for the venue or the food at this point. Oh, really? There's no yeah. there's no refunds on it. Well, not on the venue for sure. Um, oh, that's interesting. We can get, we got to bring Maggie. Maybe we'll bring her on tomorrow because I really want to hear how this whole thing is going to. No, she's in an airstream somewhere in Colorado. Oh yeah, that's right. She's on vacation this week. <laughs> I forgot. forgot yeah. Really. So, we want to hear about that though. Uh, do we? I don't know. If we do. Oh, I'm sure it's very yeah. dramatic. Whatever it is, well, I am sure you know, there'll be lots of stories. I'm 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 making a very uh, bold choice today. I'll be honest. Moving has been extremely expensive, and I've told you that. And you know, it's cost us thousands more. It's not only just that. It's like the once you get into a new place, it's just filling up a, a new home. Even though my apartment's only you know fifteen hundred square feet, I mean, you'd you'd be shocked how much stuff you actually have to put into place. So I've I've spent way too much money on this move. So I've been trying to really um, uh, make some economically smart decisions mm-hmm. to try to cut a few corners. Mm-hmm. But the one I'm about to do today, I'm, I'm nervous about because there's no going back. And like you have to make this decision and for about four weeks, you're stuck with it. So I'm going to get my very first haircut in Baltimore today. Yay! And, yeah. And I, <laughs> as a... I remember my ex-wife, we used to move and to find a new hairstylist. And I don't know about you, mom, but finding finding a person for my ex-wife used to be just insane. Like the I amount know. of effort she would go through to try to find, like you would think it was like almost like The Bachelor. She'd narrow it down to like 10 <laughs> salons and then she'd like go through all the reviews and narrow it down to five and then like call. And eventually she'd like have the final rose ceremony with the one and she'd go get her hair done there. Maybe it worked out. Maybe it was like, it was just a process. Yes. Uh, luckily for guys, it's a whole lot easier. Uh, I, I almost think though that I'm doing it... Um, Possibly, possibly the wrong way. But this was this is my theory of how to choose a hair person. Here is basically all I did was I got on Yelp, right, mm-hmm. and I just typed in salons or whatever because mm-hmm. I don't really trust like the like the, like the walk in welcomes kind oh, of places. Yeah. You know, like I want to go like one step above that because you keep keep in mind like I'm on camera a lot. We do a lot of social media. Like yes. having a bad haircut, especially this early on, could be. <laughs> <laughs> could be uh, it's, it's could be really um, that nail in the coffin for me with some of these people that already kind of hate us. So um, I go in there and I find a salon, right? But then, so you go to their website and it's all it is. It's like okay, so pick a hairstylist, and I'm like, I don't know. Oh, like, no. is there like a PhD in haircutting? <laughs> like, what are your credentials? <laughs> like, how am I supposed to pick a hairstylist out of just a a group of women? all standing together and they're like, okay, pick one. So what do I do? Of course, as a male, I just pick the cutest one because why not? <laughs> like, I don't know anything about them, but like, I almost felt it was like a dating app for a second where I'm like, well, she's the cutest. I ba- basically played the bachelor myself and I like went through and I was like, okay, so there's these three are probably the cutest. Now let me see though, how much they cost per hair men's haircut and they mm-hmm. ranged anywhere from $25 for a haircut to $75 for a haircut. Mm-hmm. And to be completely honest with you, the most attractive one was $75. So oh. I ruled her out. I said, I can't, no, I'm not. <laughs> this is my whole deduction process and how I chose my hair, my hairstylist. <laughs> so then it was down to, there were two other ones, both cute. And one of them had, um, uh, 
uh, one of them was $25 a haircut and one was $35 a haircut. And I'm like, you know what? I need to save 10 bucks right now. Let me just, <laughs> I'm going to go with the $25 girl. So basically <laughs> I've found the most attractive hairstylist that I can afford to cut my hair. And I don't know if that was a smart idea of a way to pick a hairstylist or a bad idea of how to pick a hairstylist, but I don't know the process. Like, how do you decide? Like, I don't know anybody here to say, Hey man, where'd you get your haircut? And I don't honestly don't want to go that far to get it. So they were like, Oh yeah, it's over in, I don't even know where the hell we are. Howard <laughs> County or something. And I'd be like, I don't know. That's 30 minutes away. I don't care that much. So fingers oh, crossed. Boy. Well, like when you moved up to the lake, I mean, how did you find your hairstylist? Well, it's strangely enough through your dad. Uh, how um, that happen? Well, you know, I went to a couple and they were okay, but then he started going to a stylist that he really liked and he said, you should try her. I mean, it's mostly women in the salon. And so I did and I like her. So therefore, we go to the same same hairstylist now. That's weird. But That's this is weird. What, this is what your dad does. I haven't had a haircut since February. Yeah. But of course, you know, Jim goes. Jim's had, I think, three since COVID. Um, well, since they opened back up, I should say. Anyway, he washes his hair at home so that she's not leaning over him. Yeah. And she, of course, wears a mask and he wears a mask and he's sitting upright in a chair. And I don't think they, at first, they didn't have more than one one person in the salon at a time. I think now he said there were a couple, but there are a couple of stylists there. But he always feels safe when he goes. So you should probably call and ask what precautions they take around COVID and maybe I'm, wash your own hair. I'm not going to do all that. I got to be honest. I'm just not. For number one, I don't have time. Number two, I'm just, again, Maryland's been open a lot longer than the others, other like California has been. I'm assuming by now they've probably got it figured out. You know, like I would have just have to assume I'm hoping at this point. Um, Cause I'm just, yeah. I, I, I'm just not, I'm, I don't know. I don't know if I just don't care enough. I just feel like I'm just hoping that most places by now we've been doing this now for months and there's so many strict guidelines I know in every single state that they're going to probably have their their stuff figured out, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. fingers crossed. But you'll definitely have yours. Oh, yeah, for sure. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Of course. Yeah. So yesterday you said you were overly cautious. Today you're saying you're going to take a chance. Well, mm. no, I it's see. not. I'm not taking a chance. I just have to trust that. Listen, I've, I, I, I literally have about 14 free minutes a day. <laughs> There's some things that I've just got to roll the dice on and say, I'm assuming you're going to do it. Now, if I get there and it's not safe, I may leave. Right. But I'm just, I, I can't, I don't have time right now to, uh, Hey, before I come, I just need to check out your protocol and just see, I'm just going to assume they get it right. If they don't, it's fine. I'll just free my day up and go do something else. It'll be That's fine. That's what I'm doing with chiropractors. I've called my third right. one now who doesn't wear a mask. So now I'm back to zero. Wait, you've called three chiropractors and all three of them said we don't wear masks? Correct. Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah. Why? Somebody in the health industry. Can you imagine? So this place was recommended to me by two people that I know who hadn't been in a while. But I called over there and the, the girl is really sweet. And I said, okay, so my first question to you is what precautions do you take for COVID? Same thing. Well, we wiped down the tables after every client. And I was like, and? <laughs> and, she, and I said, you don't wear a mask? And she said, no, ma'am. I'm like, thank you. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't understand that. It's amazing. 
I don't understand. Mm-hmm. That must be a Georgia thing because, and let's be honest, your your state's been like the shakiest oh. out of all the states when it comes to protocol. So yes, you know on yes. on how to handle it. So yes. the schools uh, open, the schools close. <laughs> yeah, the schools go virtual, they open. You know, oh, if I were a parent, I'd be insane right now. Yeah, it's it's kind of been a mess. So we'll see. I don't know. My first COVID haircut uh, over in Maryland with the most uh, attractive female I can <laughs> afford. Um, so we'll report back tomorrow. Tomorrow on the show, too, uh, I want to get into this tomorrow. We apparently, you guys are amazing. This is what I love about this community. If you're a listener of this podcast, I hope you know how special you are because I kind of feel like we're like a little pack or like a little family mm-hmm. over here. Because, you know, uh, I didn't realize the passion that the Amazon topic <laughs> was going to bring was going to bring to the to the group. Right. And I've gotten so many calls and messages and, and let's keep them going. Let's kind of this would kind of be our Amazon vent week. <laughs> with like, why is Amazon driving you crazy? Uh-huh. Um, and you can always, you know, call 888-Kramer8. And my mom's told you there's been this truck that's been coming down her driveway and she's tried to call and they've been running over things. And, you know, you guys have called in with some suggestions, like just put a box out front or call this person. Mm-hmm. Call. It's just, it's been like a saga. Well, <laughs> there is now one of you on the inside of the pack that mm-hmm. is trying to actually infiltrate over at Amazon to yes. make some changes over here. So. Yes. Tomorrow on the show, we'll get back into that. But let's get some more Amazon calls going on today's show. Like, what is Amazon doing that is driving you crazy right now? We've shared everything from things being the wrong size, from things being uh, delivered to the wrong houses, to them coming down your driveway. Let's like get like an Amazon vent line going on, 888-Kramer8. So get your calls in about that. <laughs> I've also decided, and I'm going to go ahead and put this out here on the record, because I, when I was thinking about Amazon and all the chaos that it's caused, um, our next Monday Cheese May is going to be on the 19th of October, okay? Because mm-hmm. Monday, we're going to take off for, I don't know, are we calling it Columbus Day anymore? I don't you think know, we are. I wondered about that. I, I don't think we it. are. I think, I, I think it just or maybe they're trying to get something to pass in Maryland right now, at least to call the indigenous people. I think it may be a state by state. I don't know. I honestly, I need to do some research, but a lot of people have Monday off. So we're taking Monday off for the show as well. Um, so I won't have a cheese May then Monday, the following Monday though, I'm finally going to share a story. I think I'm ready to tell the story. Um, during, oh, can you hear that? I don't know if you can hear that or not. My, I have a meeting coming up in 15 minutes. Um, Let's talk I, about it. <laughs> I have um uh, I told you that I when uh a long time ago I told you on the air and I never finished this story because I told you I couldn't finish this story on the air but I told you that a Amazon package that I had got delivered to the wrong house and <laughs> the item in this package was so intimate that if any of my neighbors and I could like see it, you know, Amazon sends you pictures, you know, like like, Mm -hmm. your package was delivered, but this was such an intimate item that if any of my neighbors were to open that up, I don't even know how I'd be able to face them again. (laughs) I, and that, I mean, Amazon honestly has never done me wrong with like delivering to the wrong house, except for this one day. So I'm going to finally finish that saga. Um, the 19th, 
of October. I'm going to tell you what was in that box because I feel like it's time. We're just letting everything, all of our Amazon truths come out. So that's coming up on the 19th. Right now, though, let's get to our quote, Mom. I've got 14 minutes. Oh, look out. I think it is called Indigenous Peoples Day now, though, by the way. Everywhere throughout the country? Well, I think it's state by state. I I don't have time to really read through it. but We'll research before tomorrow. I certainly hope it is. Okay. Today is uh, The Author's Unknown. We're talking about autumn again because I'm so excited for fall. It's so beautiful. Autumn is the season to find contentment at home by paying attention to what we already have. Everybody in San Diego right now is pissed at you, by the way. <laughs> I know. It has been so hot over there. The seasons and it's so hot. Yes. It's been so hot. I've been watching all you guys. And like, and to be honest, it's been beautiful over here too in Maryland. It's about 70, mm-hmm. 65, 70 every day, like that mm-hmm. fall, chilly. You know, you got to throw a sweater on in the morning kind of thing. It's been Love great. It. But I know Love in San Diego, it. you're not feeling autumn at all. <laughs> So forgive us as we, this is the problem of doing a nationwide show versus a local show is because you're like, but we're not even feeling it. So shout out to everybody that's all there sweating in San Diego as well. Um, But it's not as if we haven't already been at home, right? Right. Because of the pandemic, but we should look around us and just pay attention to what we already have instead of what we've lost. Um, mm-hmm. And be grateful for those things related to to home and pandemic. It is funny because, and I know that's really the mission of the Upside Podcast is finding gratitude and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't really have a mission other than live, laugh, love your mom. There's is a little bit more serious. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, they, uh, but yeah, you know, here's the thing: is like 2020. Like, if you go to anybody. And you said, how's your 2020 been? Even ask me, who's like started this new job that I love and, you know, like uh, working with one of my best friends every day. And, you know, uh, I would still say 2020 has effing sucked. I just would. I mean, everybody would. But how can I say that when I literally like am in a situation that's really, really good now, really healthy. Like I've really cleared out a lot of unhealthy things Mm -hmm. um, that have been going on. And I... I think that's where the gratitude part comes in. Yes. We've like really written this year off already, but hell miracles can happen in in two months. We don't know. Now to be fair, we're entering into the election. So (laughs) I I don't, I think 2020 is going to end with a bang if I had to assume, but Mm -hmm. um, you know, let's, I, all I'm saying is I think if we all just did this and we said, we let's not give up on 2020 yet. And I don't know, we we joked about this, but on January 4th, I posted a picture on my Instagram and I said, 2020, my best year yet. Mm -hmm. And then of course I got fired 11 days later Mm -hmm. and then we went into a pandemic. Uh, Mm -hmm. But let's not, let's all make this, this agreement right now as a podcast that we won't say that 2020 has been a crap year until December 31st and we analyze the whole year. Yes. Because I get it. It's been a hard year. It's been a challenging year, but like yes. there's been some good things that have happened too for all of us. Right. Very so can we all just make that effort right now? Commit to it. Just saying we won't write off 2020 until the end of the year. And if we mm-hmm. can do that, then we'll see. Then we're not like projecting that like bad things are going to happen. Right. Right. Exactly. That's kind of the way I look at it. Yes. 
and we'll just have to, uh, fingers crossed that we can get through this election. Just So see, your intention on January 4th may be absolutely well, right. We'll see. Mm-hmm. It took it took an odd turn, though, to get there. <laughs> Doesn't it always? Life's a journey. Turn. Remember yeah. that. <laughs> took an odd turn to get over there, Mom. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. Um, we are going to get to a moment in Kramer history here in just a couple of minutes. Before we do, let's talk about our friends over at Bear and Bloom Cosmetics because mm-hmm. Bear and Bloom, they're back. Uh, we're so thankful. The reason they're back is because so many of you guys went and you tried this natural hair and skin line. I got a, a text message the other day. You know, you text the number as well, 888-Kramer8, asking about the the puffer buffer because I was kind of bragging uh, today for me is definitely a puffer buffer kind of day uh, because <laughs> puffer buffer. You need some way, before and after shots. I know, and I do some on my Instagram. I'm I'm, I'm going to post some more products on mm-hmm. my Instagram. So if you don't, if you don't follow me, I'm that guy Kramer on Instagram, and you can follow me on Facebook too. I'm just Steve Kramer. It's a little bit harder to find me on there. Uh, but I, I freaking love the puffer buffer every time before I have to do a photo shoot or a TV shoot. And that's, that's as a man, I know as a woman, there's this other pressure, especially as a mom mm-hmm. to not look tired. Yeah. I feel so bad for my mom friends. It's like, the, you guys have this weird competition of like, who looks like they've got their SHIT together <laughs> the best, even though they don't. Mm-hmm. And like, it's bizarre, but I know that you have to look like for some reason you're not exhausted. Puffer buffer. I 100% get behind that because I think it's just, it's just amazing. So I do want to just, I want to go in a little bit more about the puffer buffer from bear and bloom cosmetics. Mom, what do you want to talk about today with bear and bloom? Okay. Well, um, you know, my very favorite thing, of course I talked about yesterday, which is the bullion. Right. Uh, the thing you use before that is witch's brew, which is just a facial toner and there's no alcohol in it. So after you've cleansed your face, you put that on and you know, it's uh, witch hazel and it's beautiful and your skin feels so clear. It's full of antioxidants and it's radiance boosting. And to that point, one day when I was at physical therapy, the therapist commented on my skin. I had, really? no, I had no makeup on. And she said, you have the most beautiful skin. And I said, well, thank you. Let me tell you about it. <laughs> so I gave a shout out to Baron Bloom and she went and Googled it on her phone. So I've got to, uh, maybe on Friday, I'll tell you my Aunt Charlene story because oh. I've just, we, we've gotten so much great feedback about Baron Bloom. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I genuinely start to get, get a little emotional about it. And the only reason I say that is because I, uh, I think we all know what it feels like to feel insecure and by no means is makeup the answer, you know, like you're, you're naturally beautiful the way you are, like, like hands down. And that's what, you know, we, we, we all strive to be like, but to give you that, you know, those moments where like you, you see the natural difference in your beauty, something that you felt insecure about for so long. Yes. Like if you're just tired of looking tired of your skin's been rough or there's just something you feel insecure about. And I know that's like the mission when Baron Bloom set out was because, you know, Savannah, who is uh, Savannah Nemed or the, or the co-owner's husband, wife you know she was feeling really insecure about all the side effects from pregnancy and so when she made it 
that was her main thing. She mm-hmm. just like give you that that sense of beauty back and do it in a natural way. So I am a proud supporter of Baron Bloom Cosmetics. I love this company. Highly recommended for them. We're we're gonna, and the good thing is like they're they're back on for the rest of the year. So we're gonna be able to brag about them a lot, and it's an honor to do so. Give them a try. BaronBloomCosmetics.com. Like even if you use a different toner right now, or under eye serum, or moisturizer, or baby powder uh or man there's so many uh so many different products that baron bloom offers for your skin hair even your baby just give it a shot because not only are you supporting your body but you're supporting a, a small business too that is really doing great things out in the world so uh bear and bloom b-a-r-e and bloom cosmetics.com 20 percent coupon just use the code kramer and you're going to get 20 percent off your purchase just by doing that so i hope you'll go check them out bear and bloom cosmetics Dot com. Okay, yeah, we'll get to a, a moment in Kramer history in a sec. And before we do, hello to all of our certified fans. Uh, certified fans are people that really support the show. We actually, and uh, I don't want to get too deep into this because I don't want you guys to think that everybody's bailing ship. We've had a lot of people bail on the certified fans program. And I don't, I've been like following up to be like, what's going on? Like, because we really, we were growing it. We had hundreds and hundreds of people that had joined. And we, I mean, we haven't lost a ton. Don't get me wrong, but it's been like 15 since I left, maybe 20 since I left San Diego. Mm -hmm. And that to me is heartbreaking because I was always paranoid that once I left the city, what was going to happen with this podcast? Like, were people going to jump ship? And, you know, mm-hmm. I, I always email people when they leave and I ask what happened. And it's always been a financial thing. One woman yesterday, I'd actually already given her a year donation, but she she had uh, canceled the auto-renew you know, at the, at the beginning of the year, she said, but don't worry, I'm going to come back. I just don't like that, that ticking time clock of knowing that I have to, you know, this is going to pull from my account. So I understand that too. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm really, I... Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. I'm in a period of emotional people. I saw all the, oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm going to steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. It's really important. You know, I don't want to get into all the financials of the show, but like certified fans keep this show afloat. And so we're not like in crisis mode yet, to be honest with you. But, um, you know, we we definitely are uh, – we're, we're, uh, we, 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 we can use your support. So if the show means something to you, first off, thank you so much for doing it. We have a great Facebook page. I'm actually, you know what I just decided right now? I'm going to give that story about the Amazon package early. It's going to be an early release for um, for certified fans. You'll get that episode a couple of days early. And uh, I just, I really appreciate anybody that does support this show. So if you just text the word fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8, then we'll be able to uh, to get you a, uh, a whoop whoop on the air. But to all of our certified fans, hello and thank you so much, Mom. Yes. You want to give them their their prize possession? 
Yes, but aren't we doing one special person today? No, we don't have any anybody new. Oh, well, no new our, goal today. This week, our goal this week is four more. Yeah, so we got zero. So come on, guys. <laughs> oh, come on. I know, oh, I know. I hope we get just four. That'd be wonderful. I know. Okay. I keep manifesting it, but it's just okay. maybe I'll watch up on Friday. I don't know. But so anyway. for all you loyal, beautiful, certified fans, love you. Love our fan fam page. And here's three whoop whoops to all of you. Whoop, whoop, whoop. There you go. All right, Mom, I love you. Got to get to this meeting. I know. Love you forever. (laughs) A moment in Kramer history. (laughs) That's a Halloween version for October. (laughs) Hey, welcome to A Moment Kramer history. Uh, I'm Steve Kramer, and this is my history of my ridiculous radio career. And uh, it's it's kind of funny to look back because I always say that there, there was such a special moment in time in radio before I would say, when did stuff really get crappy? Um, probably between like between like 2012, before 2012, I think like we could push limits a lot more than we did uh, before everything got like super corporate. So it's kind of fun to look back and like, wow, we actually, we did this and we got away with it. Uh, you know, we play this game a lot on the show, but it's, a segment we used to do called I Bet There's Nobody Listening in Panama City, where we would throw out a topic that we thought was so ridiculous that we wouldn't get a call on. And this one did not disappoint. Are you ready? Because I haven't told Holly and Miguel this one yet. No. Okay, go ahead. Mandy, you've seen it. Yes. Do you think we'll get topic? I mean, we'll get phone calls on this one? I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> you hope not? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, Lord. There's a possibility, but I really, I really highly doubt anybody's going to be able to call on this. This morning... Let me get the phone number first. Okay. okay. Let's go ahead and jot this down mentally. 230-W-I-L-N. 230-9456. Texts don't count. Okay. Only phone calls on this one. Okay. But I bet there's nobody in Panama City who is married to their ex-wife's sister. What? Wait. Let me get a flow chart. Married to their ex-wife's Sister, so your former sister-in-law. Yes. Oh no. So like, if you got divorced from your current wife Shannon, yes, and then you somehow married her sister, yes. Oh no. Sixty seconds starts now. No, absolutely not. Sixty seconds on the clock because I really guarantee you there's nobody. How could you in Panama City who is married? To their ex-wife's sister. No way. 45 seconds remaining. Because the ex-wife wouldn't allow that to happen. No. Even the sister would be like, that's crossing a line. One more time. 230-W-I-L-N. 230-9456. You're married. 30 seconds remaining. 30 seconds. You are married. I think we did it. I think we did it. There is no way. Yeah, there's no way. There's no way. Because... I'm telling you, the wife wouldn't permit it. The sister wouldn't Morning. permit it. 15 seconds it's remaining. Warning. Hang on to your panties. I don't believe it. ladies. Oh, I don't. No. I want you to grab uh, the sides of your panties and hang it. on. I'm going to hold them. <laughs> well, I'll just make sure they don't fall down. Um, Adam wants to be on the... Vo- no, I don't think that's right. Hang on. On the voice disguise. No. Uh-uh. I don't believe... Hang on. We don't believe any stories till we hear them, so hang on. Well, clearly, we haven't heard them yet. Adam. Yeah. Hello? Yeah, your voice disguised, bro. Okay. 
What's up? I am uh, currently divorced from my wife and with her stepsister. Okay, you are currently you are currently divorced from your wife. Mm-hmm. And as you, of last Monday. As of last Monday, and you're already dating her stepsister. Yeah, we pretty much been doing that for a while. Oh, oh my gosh! Do you have plans on getting married? Uh, probably later on, not by way. And how long were you married to your ex-wife? Uh, five years. How did, how, you gotta give us some backstory here. How did that possibly happen? Uh, it's kind of long and complicated. We got till 10, you're fine, go ahead. (laughs) But, uh, she kind of moved in with us, and we've been having problems, and then one thing led to another, and that's just how it went. Yeah. One thing leads to another, and then all of a sudden you're hooking up with your wife's steps. Now, how close are they as steps? Well, actually, before they weren't, but now it seems like they're getting along a lot better. Does she know? Does she know that y'all have oh, yeah. a kid? Oh, oh okay. yeah, yeah. We have a kid now. Wait, who has a kid? You and the stepsister? Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. You? Oh, how, what, what is it? How? How does this work? Wow, this like, is a complicated situation, bro. I'm I'm confused because your ex-wife is totally fine with the fact that you're dating her stepsister and that you have a kid together? Well, I don't know if she's totally fine with it. Right. Now, did so, the two of these women, did they like grow up together as stepsisters or is it like a recent thing? Uh, they kind of grew up together, not like real close. Dang, that is, that is an awkward situation. Do you feel weird at all about it, this whole thing? When other people find out about it, I do yeah, a little bit, but, right. you know, if you just don't think about it, I'm, it works out. I'm really glad you called. That is damn close. I cannot give you the title this morning of taking that topic, but damn, that's a close situation, man. Yeah. What, Holly? You look so perplexed. I just don't see how you could get away with that, because if you're the ex-wife and your stepsister came to live with you, like, I'm just putting that in my perspective, okay? Let's say one of my sorority sisters came to live with my husband and I. And then, you know, maybe my husband and I started going through some problems. And then he hooked up with her. Oh, hell no. (laughs) I'm not saying sorority sister. But I'm just saying that's not even. Listen, I'm saying that's not even as close of a bond as a stepsister or a real sister. I'm trying to find out if you actually ended up dating your husband's brother after y'all got divorced. That would not work. It wouldn't fly. That's so weird, man. Could you imagine? I can't even. I I wouldn't even feel comfortable flirting. No way. No way. No way. You would think living in the Redneck Riviera, which is what Panama City was called, uh, we'd get more calls on that topic. But uh, I was surprised. I was surprised. Must have been too early or something. But there you go. A moment. Another ridiculous moment in Kramer history. And we'll do another one next Wednesday. Okay, good news. It made me laugh. And then I'll say thank you so much for listening. We'll be done for today. Meet you back here same time, same place tomorrow. So let's talk about this story is actually in Louisiana. There's a man and his dog, which you know I love dogs. They're back together again. Thanks to the ASPCA and a good Samaritan. It was after Hurricane Laura came barreling down towards Louisiana. This guy named Andy his home over in Sulphur uh, back in August, and he was forced to evacuate because of the storm. But his truck had room for only four people to take with him, including his 88-year-old mom, so he had to make this really hard decision, and that was to leave his German shepherd behind named Savage, which I'm a savage. 
I'm a savage. Um, so Andy planned on going back to get him though after he, you know, dropped off his his family. But then during the storm, it got so bad that Savage actually managed to escape. This Iraq War veteran was heartbroken, as you can imagine. Like imagine your dog got away. Oh my God, if Kiki got away, I would die. But he soon learned that to the, a kind stranger actually spotted the dog and took him over to the ASPCA emergency shelter until Andy could get back to him. So then when Andy and Savage were finally reunited, they were both thrilled. And the dog ran over to him, wagging his tail like crazy. Andy said, I was ecstatic to see Savage not only alive, but in good spirits and healthy. And of course, if you want to go see that video, you go in the show notes because there's nothing better than a dog reunion. That's really the best kind of videos online, right? Let's go over to Georgia. All my Georgia people. We got a big family over in Georgia. Um, cool story out of a Waffle House, which that phrase rarely comes out of my mouth. So there's this pastor over in Georgia. And uh, I don't know if this story is big over there right now or not, but he treated this Waffle House waitress to the surprise of a lifetime with this enormous tip. His name is Bishop Phelps, and he was struck by his server Hannah's kindness during a recent visit to the diner chain. And he was inspired to give her all of his money in his wallet that he had. It was about 40 bucks. But as soon as she mentioned that she was going to be naming her unborn son Samuel, Phelps felt like this divine sign. This is what this was, this divine sign, because his son had died seven years ago named Samuel. So the leader of the New Faith found, um, sorry, the New Faith Christian Church wanted to raise money to help her out with her new baby. And within a day, his support had raised over $12,000, just like that. He brought the check back to her to, of course, a, a massive surprise to her and generously gave her to what he called her surprise baby shower. And on top of that, the church is going to cover uh, child care costs for both of uh, Hill's kids, Hannah Hill's kids, for a year. This is like the highlight of my year for sure. I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not stressed anymore. It's a big like weight off my shoulders, and I just know I'm gonna be okay. I mean, think about that. What a chance! Like that all came together, and it worked out just perfectly. Okay, made me laugh because I want to make you smile before you start into today. Uh, we're talking about save the dates earlier in the show. And like, why? Why? How busy are we that a date must be saved so far out? And comedian Lachlan Peterson's dead on, I think, with this. I got a wedding invitation in the mail. Those are the worst. Ugh. That's not an invitation. That's a subpoena, just so you know. Okay? Should that one be delivered by a sheriff? Why do they make the date so far away on the invitation? Relax, you're not the Olympics, okay? <laughs> no one needs that long to prepare for your party. I figured out why they do it. It's so you can't come up with an excuse. It's right outside the comfortable excuse window, right? You can't be like, ah, damn it, are you serious? Oh, May 12th, 2015? Son of a dickens. Oh, man, that's a Sunday, isn't it? Oh, really wish you had asked me two winters ago. I, uh, oh, man, I got a, I got a Zumba class that day. I don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't think I can get out of this genius bar appointment I made, you know? really tight with those <laughs> go see the rest of the video in the show notes yeah we're really manifesting four new certified fans this week so if you 
got uh, just five bucks a month and you don't mind supporting this show because it means something to you, we'd love it. Please just text the word fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8 for everyone that already has. Love you so much. Thank you for doing that. Love you forever, some may say. Uh, Tomorrow we're back with a brand new Ask My Mom and I just appreciate you being here. So thanks a lot. I love doing this podcast. So see you tomorrow, okay? Have a great day. Hi, Kramer. I'm calling from California. I'm just calling about your segment, Ask My Mom, My Best Friend's Wedding. My best friend didn't come to my wedding because of financial issues, and I completely understood, and I did not get mad at her for it. So in this case, it would be very understandable for um, for her to miss the wedding. And if I was that best friend, I would not get mad at her at all because her family comes first, and I understand she probably spent a lot of money on this wedding, and she probably already bought her bridesmaid's dress, so you know that she was all for it. And that's exactly what happened with my best friend. She bought her um, bridesmaid's dress and everything, and it just didn't work out. So hopefully her best friend understands, especially at this circumstance, and I hope for the best. We love you forever. Bye. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.